The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, here we are at Wednesday, the midpoint of the week. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, June 7, 2023. Wednesday of the ninth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one, and Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is Saint Willibald. He was born in 700, a native of Wessex, England, the brother of Saints Winnebald and Walburgia, and was related to his mother to Saint Boniface. He went on a pilgrimage to Rome with his father who died on the way, but Willibald continued on to Rome, then to Jerusalem. He was captured by Saracens who thought he was a spy. He was eventually released and continued on to all of the holy places, then to Constantinople. On his return to Italy, he went to Monte Cassino where he stayed for 10 years. Pope St. Gregory sent him to Germany to assist his cousin St. Boniface. Boniface ordained him in 741 and soon appointed him Bishop of Eichstadt in Franconia. With his brother Winnebald, he founded a double monastery at Heidenheim, naming Winnebald Abbot and his sister Walburgia Abbas. Willibald served as bishop for some four decades and died in 786. St. Willibald, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the international community may commit in a concrete way to ensuring the abolition of torture and guarantee support to victims and their families. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Garden Angel, intercede for me. In today's first reading, we will hear about the sad story of Tobit and Sarah. This reading is from the book of Tobit. And Tobit was sleeping in his courtyard, taking a nap, when some bird droppings fell on his eyes. He developed cataracts as a consequence of that. Exactly the most fun thing that can happen to you. Obviously, his cataracts and the problem with his eyes led to a lot of problems until finally he gets into a fight 
with his wife over a goat that she has been given as part of payment for something she had done for someone else. And Tobit ends up getting really mad because he thinks his wife has stolen the goat. And then he's really upset and he complains to God, saying like, why have you given this to me? Like, take my life. Take me from here. Very similar story for Sarah, who is Regal's daughter. She had been married seven times, but every single time she gets married, before she's able to consummate the marriage, her husband died. All of them, one after the other. It's amazing to think that guys were still willing to marry her. The fact is, she, there was this demon who would kill them. And she also prays to God, complaining a little bit for a situation, understandably so. And she's bringing this to our Lord and saying, hey, take my life. I don't want to keep living like this. If every single time I get married, my husband dies, I mean, who is gonna, ever going to get married with me? And then what's the point? Two very sad stories. Two people who believed in God, trusted in God, but were in very difficult situations. Circumstances were horrendous. And in a way, they feel abandoned by God. But still, they go to him. They're faithful. Of course, in their desperation, they're asking God to take their lives, to kind of, don't let me keep living in this world. But they both put it in the hands of God. Lord, help me. They're very honest in their prayer. They don't just go there and tell God how grateful they are for everything, because obviously they are not necessarily grateful for the circumstances they're living in. And they open their hearts completely to God, but they keep trusting Him. They don't abandon our Lord. And of course, God listens to their prayer. He does not abandon them. He doesn't take their lives. That was not his plan. He actually had better plans for both Tobit and Sarah. And those plans were connected. We know later on, this is in common today's reading, but we'll kind of mentioned at the end of today's reading how God would send his archangel, Raphael, who would get Tobias to go and look for a remedy for Tobit, and he would get to know Sarah. He would end up marrying her, and they would pray together. And then when they consummated their marriage, he wouldn't die. And then he would go back with the archangel, Raphael, and they would heal his dad from his cataract. So everything ended up being great. 
they all lived happily ever after, I guess we could say. But what I want us to pray about during this meditation is but the example that, that these two people are giving to us of honesty and trust in God. I like their prayer because in a way it is very honest. I and mean, they just they bring to God what they are feeling. And sometimes we will be going through rough times and things will be not exactly the way we want them to be. And in our conversation with God, it's hard to just pretend like nothing is happening because we are suffering, because things are not easy. And God doesn't expect us to just be grateful for all the bad things that happen to us. Of course, we, we can see the good in that. I mean, everything is for good. And even the contradictions, difficulties can be seen as part of the cross of Christ, and we, we can be grateful for them. But, but many times... We're going to be sick and tired. We're going to be kind of like complaining. But turn that complaint not into an opportunity for rebellion. Bring it to God. Lord, this is how I feel. I'm not happy. I'm disappointed. I'm tired. I'm overwhelmed. I can't take this any longer. But still, hopefully, we can say, like Tobit and Sarah, Lord, I put it in your hands. This is what I want to happen. Maybe like Tobit and Sarah, you kind of would love to kind of just, okay, be able to die and go to heaven. But maybe we have our own solution for the problems that we're going through. Okay, God, I want this or that. But then we leave it in his hands and we trust our Lord. knowing that he is listening to our prayer and he has a plan. Whatever that plan is, he won't necessarily send us an archangel like he did in this case. He won't necessarily solve our problem like he did in this case. He knows better and we need to trust that. He loves us. He cares for us. And somehow he will bring something out of that suffering, out of that circumstance. And maybe we all have that experience of looking back into our lives and realizing that, hey, that thing that I went through was kind of worthwhile. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I wish I wouldn't have had to put up with it. But you know what? It taught me a lesson. It made me stronger. It made me appreciate what I have a little bit more. They may be more grateful with the good things that God has given me. God, give us that trust and love and faith in you. Jesus, help us. So like you prayed in the Garden of Olives when you were being faced with your passion and death, which obviously was not fun, that we can also Accept the will of God and take on that sacrifice, challenge that God has put in our way and see it as an opportunity for redemption, for uniting ourselves to the cross, to your cross. Let us learn from Tobit and Sarah 
to be honest, terribly honest with our Lord in our prayer, but also that we trust Him, that we put ourselves in His hands knowing that He has our best interests in mind, that He loves us like a father only can love. God, help us increase our faith and our trust in You. I thank You, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Garden Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Our day of prayer begins in just a couple of minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join the whole church in prayer now as we begin the liturgical day. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people. The flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger... They shall not enter into my rest. 
Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Brightness of the Father's glory, springing from eternal light, source of light by light engendered, day enlightening every day. In your everlasting radiance, shine upon us, Christ's true Son, bringing life to mind and body through the Holy Spirit's power. Dawn is drawing ever nearer, dawn that brings us all we seek. Son who dwells within the Father, Father uttering one word. Glory be to God the Father, glory to His only Son, glory now and through all ages to the Spirit Advocate. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. I love, I love you, Lord. You, you are, are my strength. strength. I love you, Lord, my strength, my rock, my fortress, my Savior. My God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. The Lord is worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. The waves of death rose about me. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The snares of the grave entangled me. The traps of death confronted me. In my anguish I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. The Lord, the Lord has, has saved me. me. He, he wanted me for his own. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The mountains were shaken to their base. They reeled at his terrible anger. Smoke came forth from his nostrils and scorching fire from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by its heat. He lowered the heavens and came down a black cloud under his feet. He came enthroned on the cherubim. He flew on the wings of the wind. 
He made the darkness his covering, the dark waters of the clouds his tent. A brightness shone out before him with hailstones and flashes of fire. The Lord thundered in the heavens. The Most High let his voice be heard. He shot his arrows, scattered the foe, flashed his lightnings, and put them to flight. The bed of the ocean was revealed. The foundations of the world were laid bare at the thunder of your threat, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your anger. From on high he reached down and seized me. He drew me forth from the mighty waters. He snatched me from my powerful foe, from my enemies whose strength I could not match. They assailed me in the day of my misfortune, but the Lord was my support. He brought me forth into freedom. He saved me because he loved me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness. He rewarded me because I was just, repaid me for my hands were clean. For I have kept the way of the Lord, and have not fallen away from my God. For his judgments are all before me. I have never neglected his commands. I have always been upright before him. I have kept myself from guilt. He repaid me because I was just, and my hands were clean in his eyes. You are loving with those who love you. You show yourself perfect with the perfect. With the sincere you show yourself sincere, but the cunning you outdo in cunning. For you save a humble people, but humble the eyes that are proud. You, O Lord, are my lamp, my God who lightens my darkness. With you I can break through any barrier. With my God I can scale any wall. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love, and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. Lord, kindle a light for my nights, and scatter my darkness. All wondered at the words of grace, which came from the mouth of the Lord. From the Book of Job The three men ceased to answer Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. But the anger of Elihu, son of Barakal the Buzite, of the family of Ram, was kindled. He was angry with Job for considering himself rather than God to be in the right. He was angry also with the three friends, because they had not found a good answer and had not condemned Job. But since these men were older than he, Elihu bided his time before addressing Job. When, however, Elihu saw that there was no reply in the mouths of the three men, his wrath was inflamed. 
So Elihu, son of Barakal the Buzite, spoke out and said, I am young and you are very old. Therefore I held back and was afraid to declare to you my knowledge. Therefore, O Job, hear my discourse and hearken to all my words. Behold, now I open my mouth, my tongue and my voice form words. I will state directly what is in my mind. My lips shall utter knowledge sincerely. For the Spirit of God has made me. The breath of the Almighty keeps me alive. If you are able, refute me. Draw up your arguments and stand forth. Behold, I, like yourself, have been taken from the same clay by God. Therefore, no fear of me should dismay you, nor should my presence weigh heavily upon you. But you have said in my hearing, as I listen to the sound of your words, I am clean and without transgression. I am innocent, there is no guilt in me. Yet he invents pretexts against me and reckons me as his enemy. He puts my feet in the stocks. He watches all my ways. In this you are not just, let me tell you, for God is greater than man. Why then do you make complaint against him that he gives no account of his doings? For God does speak, perhaps once or even twice, though one perceive it not. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, as they slumber in their beds, it is then he opens the ears of men, and as a warning to them, terrifies them. By turning man from evil and keeping pride away from him, he withholds his soul from the pit and his life from passing to the grave. For a man is chastened on his bed by pain and unceasing suffering within his frame, so that to his appetite food becomes repulsive and his senses reject the choicest nourishment. His flesh is wasted so that it cannot be seen, and his bones, once invisible, appear. His soul draws near to the pit, his life to the place of the dead. How deep are the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God! How How unsearchable his judgments! Who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has been his counselor? How How unsearchable his judgments! A reading from the Moral Reflections on Job by St. Gregory the Great, Pope. Listen, Job, to what I say, and ponder all my words. The teaching of the arrogant has this characteristic. They do not know how to introduce their teaching humbly, and they cannot convey correctly to others the things they understand correctly themselves. With their words, they betray what they teach. They give the impression that they live on lofty heights from which they look down disdainfully on those whom they are teaching. They regard the latter as inferiors to whom they do not deign to listen as they talk. Indeed, they scarcely deign to talk to them at all. They simply lay down the law. To teachers of this kind, the Lord, through the prophet, says rightly, But you will rule them with severity and with power. There is no doubt that such as are prone not to correct their subjects with quiet reasoning, 
but to compel them to change by rough and domineering methods, rule with severity and power. On the contrary, true doctrine all the more effectively shuns the voice of arrogance through reflection, in which it pursues the arrogant teacher himself with the arrows of its words. It ensures that the pride which it attacks in the hearts of those listening to the sacred words will not, in fact, be preached by arrogant conduct. For true doctrine tries both to teach by words and to demonstrate by living example humility, which is the mother and mistress of virtues. Its goal is to express humility among the disciples of truth more by deeds than by words. Accordingly, when addressing the Thessalonians, Paul is oblivious of his own eminent dignity as an apostle. He actually says, We became as little children in your midst. Similarly, the apostle Peter enjoins, Be always prepared to satisfy everyone who asks a reason for the hope which is in you. And by adding the words, With a good conscience, speak gently and respectfully. Peter draws attention to the manner in which sacred doctrine should be taught. When he tells his disciples, These things command and teach with all power, Paul really recommends the credibility that goes hand in hand with good behavior rather than the domineering exercise of power. When one practices first and preaches afterwards, one is really teaching with power. Doctrine loses credibility if conscience tethers the tongue. Paul, therefore, in the saying quoted above, does not refer to the power of lofty rhetoric, but to the confidence elicited by good deeds. Of the Lord, too, it is said, He taught with authority, unlike the scribes and Pharisees. He alone, in a unique and sovereign way, spoke from the power of his goodness, because no evil weakness led him into sin. For he had from the power of his own divine nature what he gave to us, through the sinlessness of his human nature. Clothe yourselves with humility towards one another. For God resists the proud and gives his favor to the humble. Learn of me. For I am gentle and humble of heart. For God, God resists the, the proud and gives his favor to the, to the humble. Let us pray. O God, whose providence never fails in its design, keep from us, we humbly beseech you, all that might harm us, and grant all that works for our good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. An interesting gospel is coming up in just a few minutes. They're kind of toying with Jesus. We'll also check in conversation with God and pray morning prayer next on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, I have to admit the Sadducees were a bit different, to put it kindly, and that may explain why they came up with such a 
really ridiculous hypothetical situation for Jesus. It's from the 12th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Sadducees came to him, who say that there is no resurrection, and they asked him a question. Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife, but leaves no child, the man must take the wife and raise up children for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife, and when he died, left no children. And the second took her and died, leaving no children. And the third likewise, and the seven left no children. Last of all, the woman also died. In the resurrection, whose wife will she be? For the seven had her as wife. Is not this why you are wrong? That you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God said to him, I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not God of the dead, but of the living. You are quite wrong. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are available on the relevant radio app. So let's explore a little bit of what it means to have a body and a soul and our own resurrection. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. Although there is a great difference between the earthly body and the transfigured body, there is still a close relationship between them. It is a dogma of faith that the risen body is identical in species and number to the earthly body. Taking as its basis the nature of the soul and several passages of Holy Scripture, Christian doctrine shows the fittingness of the resurrection of one's own body and of its new union with the soul. This is so in the first instance since the soul is only a part of man, and while it is separated from the body it cannot enjoy a happiness as complete and as fulfilled as that which will be possessed by the whole person. Besides also, as the soul was created to be united to a body, an ultimate separation would violate the way of being proper to it. But a far more important reason is that it is more in conformity with divine wisdom justice, and mercy, that souls should be united once more with their bodies so that both together the whole man who is not only soul or only body may share in the prize or the punishment merited during his passage through this life on earth. Although it is of faith that the soul immediately after death receives its reward or punishment without waiting for the moment of the resurrection of the body, in the light of the church's teaching, we observe in greater depth that the body is not a mere instrument of the soul, although it is from the soul that it receives its capacity to act, and through this to contribute to the existence and development of the person. Through his body, man finds himself in contact with earthly reality, which he has to dominate, work upon, and sanctify, because God has willed it so. Through his body, man can communicate with others and work with them to build up and develop the social community. 
We must not forget either that through the body man receives the grace of the sacraments. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Though we are men and women of flesh and blood, grace exercises its influence on the body as well, divinizing it in a certain way in anticipation of the glorious resurrection. It will greatly help us to live with the dignity and bearing of a follower of Christ if we consider frequently that this body of ours, now a temple of the Holy Spirit, so long as we are in a state of grace, is destined by God to be glorified. Let us turn today to St. Joseph and ask him to teach us to live with a wholesome and proper respect for others and for ourselves. Our body, the one that we have during our earthly life, is destined to share forever in the ineffable glory of God. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying now. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
Lord, in your light we see light itself. O Lord, in your light we see light itself. Sin speaks to the sinner in the depths of his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. He so flatters himself in his mind that he knows not his guilt. In his mouth are mischief and deceit. All wisdom is gone. He plots the defeat of goodness as he lies on his bed. He has set his foot on evil ways. He clings to what is evil. Your love, O Lord, reaches to heaven, your truth to the skies. Your justice like God's mountain, your judgments like the deep. To both man and beast you give protection. O Lord, how precious is your love. My God, the sons of men find refuge in the shelter of your wings. They feast on the riches of your house. They drink from the stream of your delight. In you is the source of life, and in your light we see light. Keep on loving those who know you, doing justice for upright hearts. Let the foot of the proud not crush me, nor the hand of the wicked cast me out. See how the evildoers fall? Flung down, they shall never arise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you are the source of unfailing light. Give us true knowledge of your mercy so that we may renounce our pride and be filled with the riches of your house. O Lord, in your light we see light itself. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Strike up the instruments, a song to my God with timbrels. Chant to the Lord with cymbals. Sing him a new song. Exalt and acclaim his name. A new hymn I will sing to my God. O Lord, great are you and glorious, wonderful in power and unsurpassable. Let your every creature serve you, for you spoke and they were made. You sent forth your Spirit, and they were created. No one can resist your word. The mountains to their bases and the seas are shaken. The rocks, like wax, melt before your glance. But to those who fear you, you are very merciful. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. All peoples, clap your hands. Cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, we must fear. Great King over all the earth. 
He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. Our inheritance, our glory, is from Him, given to Jacob out of love. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our King. Sing praise. God is King of all the earth. Sing praise with all your skill. God is King over the nations. God reigns on His holy throne. The princes of peoples are assembled with the people of Abraham's God. The rulers of the earth belong to God, to God all who reigns over all. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, King of all peoples and all ages, it is your victory we celebrate as we sing with all the skill at our command. Help us always to overcome evil by good, and we may rejoice in your triumph forever. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. A reading from the Book of Tobit Do to no one what you yourself dislike. Give to the hungry some of your bread, and to the naked some of your clothing. Seek counsel from every wise man. At all times bless the Lord God and ask Him to make all your paths straight and to grant success to all your endeavors and plans. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Incline my heart according to, to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path according to your will, O God. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Let us give thanks to Christ and offer him continual praise, for he sanctifies us and calls us his brothers. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. With single-minded devotion, we dedicate the beginnings of this day to the honor of your resurrection. May we make the whole day pleasing to you by our works of holiness. Lord, help Help your your brothers brothers to grow in holiness. As a sign of your love, you renew each day for the sake of our well-being and happiness. Renew us daily for the sake of your glory. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. Teach us today to recognize your presence in all men. Especially in the poor and in those who mourn. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. Grant that we may live today in peace with all men. Never rendering evil for evil. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Savior, hear our morning prayer. Help us to follow the light and live the truth. In you we have been born again as sons and daughters of light. May we be your witness before all the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Once again, we get to that time of year when heat may be a factor in the health of some people, possibly your own, possibly a neighbor. Please, look after each other. Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid is along a little bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.